Welcome back to Your Brain on Positive. All the love and support you need is residing inside of you. And we're going to make it easier to turn it on. This is Jackie, and yes, it's Your Brain on Positive. And what I'm positive about is that you have a message to bring into the world. And that most people bringing a message into the world, especially with a book, are stumbling over some things that maybe they don't have to stumble over, that maybe there are some simple solutions that would help them make a bigger impact sooner. And to help me sort through the what people could stumble over and the things that are in their way when they're publishing their own book is none other than my publisher and the biggest supporter of the Teen Suicide Prevention Society who publishes every book for that organization. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure. It's wonderful. I just adore what you're doing, too. You know, the the work that you bring to the world is is so important, so vital, and wow, my hat's off to you. Like most authors, there are two sides to everything that I do. There's the mission to make suicide, not just teen suicide, but all suicide a thing of the past. And people know me for that mission. And then there's my business, which is I teach coaches and healers how to guarantee results for their clients so that clients trust them immediately. And those are the two aspects of me. And you've been able to walk in this world of, okay, you're publishing a book. Where is it for? Who is it going to impact? What do you want it to do? Becky, most people write books for cathartic reasons. This is what I've understood. Most people write books to work through stuff for themselves. If that's what they're doing, what's the first step that they could take to actually make an impact in the world? You know, it's much bigger. In today's world, there's so many tools and resources that are available. But first, they really, truly need to, yes. And I need to back up just a moment or so and talk about that cathartic thing that they're doing. because. I know when I first started, before I even started in the publishing realm, my first book was what I did completely on my own. And that's what launched my new career. But, and it was very cathartic. And it was like releasing, having written my book and releasing it to the world was like it released a lot of the heaviness that that I had been holding. But yet and still, there's more to it than that. And quite by good fortune, I started out in this career that I have by taking a lot of courses through Mike Keening, who had a te- who taught you everywhere now. And what he meant by that is using all the tools and resources that we have that are at our disposal to to really get our message out to the world. And so, I think that we do have a lot of tools and resources, but your first and foremost is. Not only, number one, why are you writing this book? But who is your book for? Who do you want to read your book? And being very, very clear. And the big why, that's also important because if 
Um, if you're writing a book and you're, you're um, really wanting to get that, um, a special message out to the world, then there's a lot of groundwork that you need to, to lay in order to make that happen. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of from the world of, I get an inspiration, I write a book, I launch it. And you're saying, wait a minute, you get an inspiration <laughs> before you write the book, you might want to what? What is this idea of groundwork? The groundwork is who is your audience, knowing very, very clearly who your audience is. The next step is to, you know, we have pretty amazing tools. We have TikTok, we have Facebook, we have LinkedIn, we have Instagram, we have all these places, but start building your audience. What does that mean? Building your audience is, you know, one of the things that I encourage my authors to do is one of, and actually one of the first things that we do is create the book cover. Okay. And the title and the subtitle and why, because I want them to start talking about what they're doing. I want them to convey and reach out and attract people that would be interested. And they start by talking about it. Okay. So I met someone recently and I was blown away. They, they're working with a publishing house and they're getting ready to publish a book. And, it, and you know, the intent is the big list, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. And when I asked them their title, they didn't know. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> their book is 99% written and they hadn't come up with the title. And you know me, wordsmithing and taking in massive amounts of information and delivering something really simple. That's my gift. So after listening to him for about 15 minutes, I'm like, what if, you're, what if it's about this? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what if this was something you just played with as a title? And he's like, that's actually a really good title. Uh, so he was writing this down. And so we'll see. But the reality is that for him, his book is going to launch a few months out. And he had no way to talk about it because he didn't have a title in place. So I love this, that you start with who is it for and what are the words? What's the title that they're going to say? Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, tell me more. Yeah, I mean, we've never wavered from the title that we started with when you first started helping us, which for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society is make it a great day. The choice is yours. Absolutely. It's not what they're saying in schools. What they're saying in schools is make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. And we took out the option to do anything other than understand that you can choose to make it a great day. What you're doing in the world is helping authors and all of us just get really clear about where we have clutter mm -hmm. in our messaging. So once we get clear on our who and our message, what did it take for you to actually write a story? Because you knew who you were and, and who you wanted to help. Correct. 
and you knew what your message was because I knew you a long time ago. You knew that your message was one of you're not stuck where you are. Right. What was your how? What was the next step? The how was that I started very early on um, and I started talking about it um, to, to my following. And at the time I was, I formed a group and I formed a page with the title of the book okay. on, on Facebook. Got it. You formed a social media group and a social media page with the title of your book. Right. Cool. And then it started inviting people to, to join in. What was interesting about that is it, it, it created a conversation piece. And, you know, I started, I also researched what other groups were out there that at that time that were um, talking on the same subject matter. I talked about people, I, I looked for people that were maybe expressing that they had gone through similar things to what I had. And I started reaching out. I it really started laying the groundwork. By the time my book launch came along and it became a number one international bestseller, just it totally blew me away. But I had done so much of the groundwork. Those people that were in my groups, in my my group and in my on my page, usually the page was the starting point. And if they wanted to go deeper, then I was offering more on the back end with a group with more discussion and more, more, um, more, more in-depth conversation about the subject matter. And what that does, they all supported me on the book launch. It was truly amazing. And I, you know, on any subject matter, mine was on, you know, really getting unstuck from where we were, I was, because I had come from um, quite a background of abuse in my early years. And it took me Till I was a fully grown, more mature woman before I could start understanding that there were things I could do to to rise above it all. Um, And I discovered that I was certainly not the only fish in the sea and that there were many that had experienced the same thing. It's a very common issue. And so um, I just tapped into it and the book cover was striking. There were a lot of different things that we did, but start to then read little excerpts of what I was doing and talk about the process of writing and talk about what it was doing for me to be able to write and then engage other people in conversation. And then what that does is that you build, you build a following because, and that's where the, that's where the strength is. The support system that comes from that, you'd be amazed at how people want to support others that have gone through their own things. But it's also just taking advantage of the tools and resources that we have. We're an amazing world. All right. So we are an amazing world and we're not stuck in our own little village anymore. So what you're describing is how to engage with a global village. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slow you down, peel back the layers and let people actually see how simple this might be. Because for me, mm. you know, I'm not so engaged. And I'll just be bluntly honest. If somebody is waiting for me to respond to a Facebook message, they could wait a long time. If somebody's waiting for me to respond on LinkedIn or any other social media platform, 
I have to bring people into my world who are very engaged in social media to actually help me look like I'm engaged. And yet, I'm on a mission to help people's messages be heard in the world. And I do that through my podcasts. And so social media comes after that. The message I really want people to hear from our discussion is that you cannot do it wrong. No, you can't. So give us a story of someone because uh, I know you know them all. All right, let's just go with somebody who had no email list. And if somebody has no email list and they're about to be an author in a solo book or an author in a compilation book, you know, multi-author book, and they don't have a list, how can they participate? How can they be a meaningful contributor? Well, we all have, we all have friends. You know, if we start with just the friends that we have, if we're not on active in social media, start with the, where you are. Start with the people you work with. Start with the people that you're friends with. Start with family members that know love and know and love you. Start there. Start start small and keep on working, and be unafraid to to share. Be unafraid to share. And one of the things that I'm doing now with my authors is asking them. Uh, having some really in-depth conversations, and I call it the 10 by 10. Tell me more, 10 by 10. So 10 by 10 is 10 frequently asked questions about your subject matter. Okay, so what this does is, so we really go in-depth, especially for those that, that maybe they're new to this world of getting their message out to the world. And they just, it's, they're struggling to get that, that, foothold. So I help them to become really, really clear on their messaging. So what we do is, okay, what are 10 frequently asked questions? I make them, or not make them, I ask them to um, really start digging deep and think of the questions that people, somebody might ask about that subject matter. And then ask the question, answer the question, but put the question and answer in a video using Zoom. Simple. All right, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell me more. Ask, ask the question, find out the answers to the question. The question is, hey, what's in the way regarding whatever, social media? Answer the question and do put both of those into a video recording. Right, but they're very short to the point. But what happens is as they become clear on their questions, and the answers to those questions, they became very much more clear on their messaging and who they're speaking to, the audience that they want to reach. And it, it's what, the, what I encourage them to start putting out on social media to start building the following. And because video is a powerful tool. And then when they get through the 10, by the first 10, then I say, okay, now what are 10 questions that should be asked, but people don't know to ask? That's a little bit tougher, <laughs> but, but it helps them. What it, what it does is it helps in their own mind and in their own pulling things together to become crystal clear in, in the messaging that they would want to, to be putting out there. And what's interesting is that these become marketing pieces that become evergreen, meaning that they could post one, the first one today, 
And three months later, it's not going to be the same people seeing these posts. They could post the same and keep repeating it and then build on the conversations that happen as a result. All right. I'm going to call a spade a spade. You're talking about people putting their content out there. They're having an engagement with people. And all of a sudden, someone's responding. And yet they're responding in a way that says, oh, you're off the mark. And what you're recommending is that they go, uh, you might be right, what? And get those people engaged in a conversation. And in the meantime, the people who are going, oh, I want more information, go ahead and book them for a call. Book them for a call, engage, have a conversation. Um Show that you're interested, be compassionate, be be heartfelt, speak your truth. Um, these are very important things because if we're going to stand up and, and you know, the thing that I've learned um, over the years is even for myself is that when we decide we're going to write a book and put it out for the world to read, there's, there's, there is building blocks, there's pillars that if we realize what that those pillars and building blocks are, it changes even our own feeling about what we're doing. Number one, we become an advocate. Maybe somebody is gone through going through a sit, very similar situation to you, and yet you're able to sh- put your story on paper and publish it out to the world, and their eyes read this, and then they're touches their heart and they're thinking, I didn't know there was another way. I didn't know there's some, some way. And so you're, so what I did with my, with my book and with, it it was called the woman I love. And which meant that I had to learn to love me. Hold it. You got (laughs) to slow that down and (laughs) title with a little more enunciation, please. It's called what? The woman I love. That was Learning, meaning that I had to come to learn me, to learn to love myself before I could learn, be loved by anybody else. Well, Truly that, loved in the depths of love. But the, and that, that means self-discovery. And, you know, in writing our books, there's a lot of self-discovery. Oh, yeah. Back to one of the reasons to write a book is for catharsis or for self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the book, uh, writing a book is one of the most healing things that we can do for ourselves. Then having the courage to put it out there oh. is uh, entirely another thing. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean the, writing the book is not the end of the story? Um, for some it is, but, but then who's going to read it and who's going to see it and who's going to benefit from it? So tell me more. Who could possibly read it, see it, and benefit from it? Think about what is going on in our world. Think of the subject matter. If somebody was to pick up a book and they're struggling with life, they're, they've got, they're going through something maybe very incredibly similar to what you went through. And you offer a fresh perspective of what you learned. You're not just telling your story. You're also saying, telling, sharing what you've learned from the story and how, where you started and where you are now. All right. Just for clarity, you're not talking to me, Jackie Simmons, because most people know that my story went out there, both on the TEDx platform and in the book last year. So 
that's not what you're talking about. You're not talking about something with that kind of branding. You're talking about, hey, you wrote it. You shared it. Now, are you willing to be part of a community to build a bigger audience for it? Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I always say marketing begins the moment you put pen to paper. Okay. Marketing may begin. I'm just going to say it. Marketing may begin the moment you put pen to paper. And yet, no, uh, I'm not buying that. I wrote several books and several chapters for books without that understanding. And so anyone who thinks they're going to write a chapter for a book or write a book and build a business from it without this understanding, I'm just going to say from my perspective, no, that's not what happens. Tell everyone the tangible steps for what you just said about the moment you put pen to paper. The moment you put pen to paper, I think there's a mindset that that um, comes into play because it goes right back to the why. Is your why big enough to do what you're doing? And 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 truly, many people start. And I have been a speaker in many groups of writing circles. And um, often these these people end up. Um, being, becoming my authors. I have many writing coaches that, that, that that's a wonderful referral source for me. And yet I was in one group of women writers and the question repeatedly came up, who would want to hear my story? Oh, who would want to hear my story? Well, okay. That's a question I asked myself a decade ago. So the question I asked a decade ago was, I'm just me. I'm not anybody special. And I got lucky, Becky. I was in the audience at the time for Bernice, uh, Fly Girl. She's the first African-American fighter pilot in the United States military. And she was taking... Q&A, and I, I'm a firm believer if there's a microphone, walk towards it. You'll figure out what you're going to ask when you get there. So I got to the microphone, and she's like, what's your question? And I'm like, well, I'm not the first anything. You know, I'm not the first African-American woman to do this. I'm not the first woman to do this. I'm a single mom. Actually, I didn't even tell her I was a single mom. I just I was just sharing the fact that I didn't see where I was special. And most of the presentation was about how being unique, how having this niche, how the and I'm like, I couldn't see how it applied to me because I'm kind of generic white bread (laughs) class America. Yeah. White bread is my guy. He's Jewish. He thinks white bread is really bland compared to like Jewish rye and other things. So. All right, so I'm just this white bread. And Bernice said, she asked me if I knew Lisa Nichols. Well, Lisa Nichols is in The Secret, and she wrote a book called, you know, Whatever It Takes, and I have multiple copies and these kinds of things. And Bernice said, Jackie, you know, Lisa's whole story is that she's a single mom. Her entire 
narrative. And what made Lisa Nichols Lisa Nichols is that she was willing to share her journey as a single mom. And I'm standing at the microphone. I'm going, um, I'm a single mom. I was a single mom. And my mom was a single mom. And up until that moment, I did not understand that being the single mom of a single mom or even just being a single mom might be a niche. That the journey that I went on to move from being a single mom to being a successful business owner, which is 90% mindset and 10% getting the kids out of my house, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there, it was just like, oh crap, really? That's all that I need in order to have a compelling story. And she's like, yeah, you just need for people to be able to relate to you. How many times has that tripped up your authors, Becky? Oh, way too many. I, I have probably six authors right now that the, they come back to me after where I think we're moving along at a pretty good clip. And they're saying, but who would want to read my story? But do you think it's good enough? Do you, you know, um, do you really think that somebody wants to know this stuff? And, <laughs> and I say, who are you not to share your story? Oh, there we go. I like that question. Who are you not to share your story? Who would you say to not share their story? Mm, I never thought of that. Who would you say not to share their story? I don't think anybody should not share their story unless they're just lacking in a lot of courage. But I'm sure that the courage would come as they, they started that step. You know, but for me, you know, I really hesitated to share my story because it was concerning my family. And and there's a conversation I'm having with a lady right now who has not decided yet to do it because there are a lot of names and a lot of people that were involved in the in this story. And so we're discussing, do we write with does she write with a pen name? Does she um does she change names and of different people that were involved in locations and everything else? A lot of consideration on the best ways to do that and no implications back on you. She, because hers was had to deal with some court orders that that were very traumatic and devastating. And so she's having to be very, very mindful of how she she shares this message. But her one of the biggest things is when we come to the point that we're writing a book and we want to get this out to the world, if it's on our heart, there's a reason it's on our heart to do that. And do we listen to the promptings and do we pay attention? And maybe it'll take us 10 years to do it. So maybe it does, but maybe it'll take us, but maybe by that time we've, if we continue on the path, we use that wise that time wisely and we grow and heal ourselves because there's a lot of us out there. And I don't think there's not really, truly, I don't think there's one person on the face of this earth that hasn't gone through something devastating and difficult and got knocked to the ground and had to get themselves back up. And it's a choice. It is a choice to get back up. It's a choice to step ahead. It's a choice to lead. It's a choice to be someone that shines the light for somebody else. 
Well, I know that that is what you believe. I mean, the Make It a Great Day, The Choice is Yours book project for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society that your company supports every year. It's absolutely proof that this is what you believe. What you believe is about people exploring where they have choices, about people understanding that, hey, write it, whether or not you publish it is a choice. Whether you publish it with real names or you change the name to protect the innocent or the not so innocent is your choice. Whether you publish it in a background that is totally different from what your memory is, is your choice. And there are all of these choices people can make. And the end result is that the story gets told. And people who would resonate with that story can hear it. They can. And what's so beautiful about that is think about storytelling since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. There's been times in our world, especially our modern world, where you can go to a restaurant and see an entire family sitting around the table at a restaurant and they're all on their devices and they're not talking to each other. And yet storytelling is one of the most vital pieces of teaching our generation from generation. You know, I'm, I keep thinking and, and about- And we used to do storytelling around the dinner table. That's right. That's right. And I keep thinking about, there's a PBS series by William Henry Gates Jr. It's called Finding Your Roots. And what strikes me about every person that he, he does this finding the roots thing, then usually it's movie stars and- politicians and people with, of, you know, that are out there. Do you know that most, most people don't know anything about their family past their parents? And maybe they don't even know anything really truly about their own parents. And when this, when they go through the roots and finding their so much shock over where their roots came from and who they became, but why are we not sharing from generation to generation. Why are we hiding these things? Okay, I'm going to share a story that I've never shared, all right? My mama started digging into the roots of our family. When she got to Abraham Lincoln, she was very excited because she now had this genetic lineage to Abraham Lincoln, who she greatly admired. She went a little deeper and hit like Redbeard the pirate, I think. Somebody who was, as, as Abraham Lincoln was famous for bringing equality into the conversation, Redbeard was infamous. <laughs> and she stopped her search there. What I'm wondering is how many people are afraid to go on this journey sharing what's true for me, what I remember, what's me and what's not me. Because they're afraid of somebody standing up and saying, you're wrong and our history is bad. There's probably a lot of lot of people that feel that way. What would and you tell them? You have to stand on your own truth and what is true for you, for your life experience. Because I can tell you, there can be four people standing on different corners and witness an accident. And each one of them are going to say something completely different about what they saw happen. And that is true about every fiber of life, every person in life. 
and what my perception, I was recently visiting my mom and my brother started this conversation. And the way he related this story, which I was very familiar with, it was in our youth. I was like, where did you get that? Where did that come from? And my mom looks at me and she goes, man, you two have very different perceptions of what actually happened. Now, there was three of us in that conversation. And we're in the same family. We, we, we went through the same thing. But we each had a very, very different memory of the situation. And so we have to speak our own inner truth for what we know. So and, writing a book and, and how, it, or how it affected us. Ah, all right. So writing a book or writing a chapter for a book is a chance to own that real estate, mm -hmm. to say, this is my experience during this period of time, period. And starting to own and create some integrity around who we are. And the reason I want to highlight that is because it is so important to be able to say, this is how I saw it, even if it's different from how you saw it, without making either person wrong. Right. Just different. It's just different. Yeah. And we, we all get that your perspective from the mountain down is different from your perspective from the valley up. And anybody who doesn't believe that's true could just Google mountain down, valley up, and you will get some very interesting images, even of the same place. Yes. And when it comes to writing a book, what I discovered is that my relationship with the words was very different as the person putting it out than it was as the person reading it, even though I was reading my own words. That was very bizarre and, for me. And you know what happens is because now I look at the book that I wrote, what, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I would write it completely differently now. That's where I was. That's where my growth was at that point in time. Does it make it irrelevant? Does it make it bad? Does it make it like it's not a good book? It touched a lot of lives. But I've matured and I've grown and I've reached out. I've, things have changed for me over these years. I would write a different book, the same book, but it would be very different. I'm going to say two things, one to the listeners and one to you. So first to the listeners. Hey, welcome to Your Brain on Positive. I am positive you have a book inside of you. And if you think you don't, think again. Because what you've been through, what you've survived, what you've learned along the way might inspire someone else if you were willing to write it today. That's my message to you, the listeners. All right. Now, Becky, here's my message to you. <laughs> what was true then is not true now. So write your next book. I am ready. I'm just starting to oh. Uh, okay, uh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Everybody <laughs> heard it here first. You, you all heard this. This is the elephant in the room. You know me. The elephant in the room language. Did you hear it? I'm just starting to write it. Okay. Um, those of us who struggled to get our first books in print, we're just starting to write it for a long time. 
Mm, yes. And yes. And, and the, the um, flip side of that whole thing is I work with a lot of people writing a lot of books. So for the tune of today, I'm going and right. <laughs> All right. So I'm thinking just, I'm just going to book something with you. All right. I'm going to book another interview with you for August of 2023. Perfect. Where we're going to talk about the sequel to The Woman I Love. And, you know, I already know it's the sequel is not going to be called The Woman I Love just because I already had something that I call it a download or whatever. I don't know what you call it. Uh, I call it a knowing. Okay. You got, yeah. you got a vision. Right. A tapestry of wisdom. The tapestry of wisdom. Ooh, darn. Good title. Wish I owned that domain name. <laughs> the tapestry of wisdom. So a year from now or sooner, that book will be out into the world. Is that a solo book or a compilation book? No, it's a solo. Awesome. Yes, it's a solo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a solo book by Becky Norwood. So we have something to look forward to. If you've never read The Woman I Love, go get a copy of The Woman I Love. If you have read The Woman I Love, get ready for this tapestry. The reality is, Becky, I only interview people who I believe have something to say that can change the world, that can help the world get their brain on positive. And one of the things that I know is that everything that you do touches people's lives in a way that turns on that positivity switch. So their brains become more positive. And what you've done in partnership with my company, Success Journey Academy, and with the Teen Suicide Prevention Society with Teaspoons and their group book project, Make It a Great Day, The Choice is Yours. What you and your company have done is nothing short of amazing. And I'm standing over here now having multiple books published through your company going, if I had known it was this easy, I might have done it sooner. <laughs> so now that I've broken this wall that says publishing a book can be easy. It can be simple. It can be just where your friends and family know about you. And it can be where the world knows about you and the transformation you bring through your company. The choice is yours and you can't do it wrong. What's most important is that people write it. The writing itself is one of the best medicines you could take. So instead of going to the pharmacy and getting another prescription of pills, write your book. How's that for a message in the world? That's a beautiful message because it, it the writing, there's something magical about it. There's a certain healing that comes from putting the, the words on paper and, and, and really getting into the groove of just expressing yourself. And maybe that is that initial piece is far from perfect. It needs to be edited if it's going out to the world. There's a number of things that has to still happen, but that very act of, of tapping those keys or putting pen to paper 
is phenomenal, what it can do for you. I absolutely agree with you. And it's a process that very few people are willing to go through because it requires them to speak their truth. So I'm going to just make an invitation, and I don't usually make an invitation on my podcast, but you know, we just did a three-hour workshop on getting to know, like, and trust yourself. And I firmly believe that if people get aware of this know, like, and trust yourself journey for themselves, that they will be more willing to write. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do, Becky. And I know this is an evergreen. It's a podcast. It's going to be out there for a while. But if someone buys the $200 workshop on getting to know, like, and trust themselves, would you give them a credit off of the writing and publishing process with your company? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's help people tell their stories, Becky. Because you know, not every story is the right fit for the compilation book that we do at the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And every story deserves to be told because we don't know who we might be one step further ahead of. We don't know who someone might choose to be inspired by us. Not that we're trying to be inspiring, but that someone might read our story and choose to be inspired by it. When I first wrote my book, I said, if I just helped one person, Hmm. it was worth it. One person. But that one turned out to be many ones. And what I've learned is that there's a four main pillars. Well, actually, there's a fifth pillar to it, too. You become an advocate. You become a truth teller. You become a way shower. And you unite people. And then the fifth is you leave a legacy. Advocate, way shower. I'm writing it down. Okay. Advocate, way shower. Truth teller. Oh, truth teller. Unify for that. Okay. Unifier. Oh, there we go. All right. So advocate, truth teller, way shower, unifier. And legacy maker. And legacy maker. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Okay. Advocate, truth teller, way shower, unifier, legacy maker. Most people stop at two or three of those if they get that far. Well, the, the, the realization, I think, I personally feel that nobody is born bad. And I think at the core, most people are really good. And most people really want to make a difference in some way in the lives of others. I think it's just something that is inherently within humanity. And I believe that when they realize that there is those, those five pillars are, that that is the stepping stone for helping them to gain the strength and the courage to stand up and, and really shine that light to, to show the way and make a difference. Because if I had known, honestly, when I had finally was coming around to finding a better way for me and, and overcoming the things that my had kind of transpired in my life, if I didn't know that there were other people going through these kind of things, I didn't understand that. Of course, we didn't have the social media at that time, and I lived pretty rural and, you know, all the other things, but I had no idea. And what I've discovered, 
Um, definitely not the only one. And I don't hold the corner on the market to the things that went, went on. But some, but but people, when they're in the throes of these dark things, if they get catch, if they even pick up for one reason, they've been guided to pick up a copy of your book and it makes a difference in their life and it gives them, shines a light of truth on what they're facing. It shows them a better way. And that you've, in the meantime, made things that were available to them to unite them for so that they're not feeling all alone and that they have the courage to start stepping up themselves. What, what more can we ask for? What more? And usually those little first steps, small steps of our own lead to the bigger steps as, as we continue to grow ourselves and we see the results of the work that we do. I love what you just shared. And all I could think about is however far I am is far enough to share because there's somebody looking for a guide to get this far. Yep. And I've got a client who says, I didn't get this far just to come this far. And that's why they keep studying. And there's this space in the middle where, yeah, I'm on my own journey and it's incumbent upon me to leave breadcrumbs. Because that's part of the journey. It is not just I'm over here. It's also, hey, this is how I did it. And I believe that the online marketing group has kind of tried to take over this space a little bit where they're going, this is how I did my marketing. And so you can do it, too. And I peeked behind the curtain of several of those and realized that, what they're saying about you can do it too and what they're teaching is not the same thing as what they did. Some of them built their audiences with a radio show and then launched a product. And now they're teaching people how to launch a product, but they're not teaching people how to build an audience with a radio show, which is how they successfully launched a product. There's so many stepping stones that make it all, all the difference in the world, but you got to start where you are. So that's what I want to just nail down for everyone. Wherever you are, it's good enough. Whatever you've done is the right things. And your willingness to be in this conversation, to write your own story, to share your own story is your fastest path to change the world. Unhook it. From any monetary considerations and recognize that there are things you can put into your book that will make it more of a profit vehicle for you. And yet, that's not the reason. For that's writing. not the reason to write a book. That is not the reason. So um, we agree completely there, Becky. Wrap it up for us. You know, I had um, an author that I'm. her book will be out in a couple of months. And I told her about my book. And she text messaged me and said, I got your book. I went out on the patio and in three hours I had read the entire book and I am awestruck. You told me about it, but I never would have been able to understand what you have, what the true depth of what you wrote. This is 10 years later. Ooh. So you never know when you, when you make an impact on people. You know, and maybe the people that pick up your book, you never know what an impact, but that doesn't matter either. It's because you're shining your light, you're making a difference. And 
in so doing, you have a ripple effect. The, the positive vibes that come out are a ripple effect on our world. If you, in fact, just one, it's worth And if you're willing to share what it took for you to write the book and impact just one, you will impact more because you just might inspire someone else to tell their story. And Becky, that's what you do every day. Every day. I just can't say thank you enough. Thank you. It's been, it's been quite a journey and I, there's not one author I don't learn from. There is just such magnificence in what, what people are bringing to the world. And, and, and even being able to shepherd them to have the courage to take it all the way. No. Well, there we go. What it takes to take something from an idea to a game changing, to something that people can interact with and can relate to is a worthwhile journey to go on no matter what stage of business someone is in, no matter whether they're in business or not. The reality is that your words matter. And thank you, Becky, for bringing that light into this conversation because we know that what we say and what we write can impact other people. After all, we've all been impacted by it. We really, truly have. And, you know, what better time to live than the world that we live now? Because we have the ability to get these books published um, in a whole different way and get them out to the world that years ago would have never happened. Not this way. You know, the reality is for anyone wanting to get a message into the world, now is when it is the easiest time in history. Ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. All right. So we'll put all your links in the show notes, Becky, and people can get your gift because you have all of these tips and tricks for how to self-publish and get published. And I just really appreciate you today for sharing your journey and your story. Thank you. And thank you for the work you do, Jackie. You're amazing. Thank you for turning on and turning up your positivity. We know that positivity is easier to maintain in a community. So we have one. Join our community on Facebook, Your Brain on Positive. If you've had an aha from the show, please head over to the community and share it. We love to celebrate wins. 